In a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five. We are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guest every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Hello, everybody. This week, I have with me the beautiful Nuria de Palma from Astral Woman. She is another Spanish woman. Um, she's a beautiful soul I met in Bali, and she's going to tell us everything about her profession, astral coach, and all the chapters of her life. So welcome, Nuria. Hi, Olga. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this time to share with you. We have just been talking for 30 minutes, everything astral and beyond. So please, let's share it with our community. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, just to say, like, um, as, as just to introduce a little bit myself, I'm born and raised in Barcelona. I had been living in different places like um, France, Switzerland, New York, and now I'm Bali. I'm calling here from Bali. And... Well, like we were talking about these chapters in life, right? Or what is my profession about how I end up talking or working with astrology? And well, astrology has been always my passion since a young age. But sometimes I guess by the time I was born, um, I guess it was just a passion, a hobby or something that I was having fun with, but um, never kind of like thought about to, to use it as a tool to, to a profession, right? And I guess, was always been interested about to understand the archetypes of the people. And then of course, at this early stage was more about the horoscope. And later on, I came to learn more about the astral chart and what is all this information that we got from the solar system at the time of our birth. And it's amazing because now it's more than two years that I'm being doing readings every week of different people from everywhere, different backgrounds, different places. And there's no, no one that tell me like, oh, what are you telling about? Quite the opposite, I'm like, how do you know me? You just know my name and my date, you know? And like, I, I, like, I don't even have a picture on WhatsApp, you know? And, uh, and then people is pretty surprised that I can know so much about themselves. And to so the archetypes, and like I was, was talking about you before, like, yeah, certainly the archetypes and that we can present in a, what we can see in a astral chart tells a lot. But then that's what I develop also more work into inner world, personal development, because there's the famous patterns, you know, where we grow, our surroundings, our family dynamics, you know, and all this has a lot to say. So you can be born with these amazing gifts and natural energies, let's say, and talents and weaknesses too, but then how we are being growing, the surroundings can create these patterns and then suddenly more repress some of our natural talents that we have, you know. So I guess people find in this astral coaching that I develop right now, more like this inspiration, this um, to them or for them to connect, to resonate with their authentic calls, gifts, because there's been there, you know, sometimes we feel there's something there that we want to explore. And sometimes we use it in hobbies, you know, in little passions that we have, but we don't ever give importance, you know? And then I think more that we grow up, we can start to connect with this and maybe want to do something with, you know, even like consider to take a professional step with our natural talent. 
even in your own life, we were just talking about how you mentioned you've been into astrology since you were six years of age, yet you spent 20 years doing something that had nothing to do with that. And it's just recently you had a bit of an awakening and then recently you were able to say, this is what my gifts are. Exactly, like um, that's, that's interesting. So I guess back in the time I was not considering this astrology or something serious to do. And then I stepped into the audiovisual world. So I work in, in, in film production and TV production for 20 years. And then after that, um, my wake up call, you know, psych psychologists usually they talk about these two chapters like around the 30s and around the 40s, there's these two personal crises. So mine in the 30s was divorce. Actually the divorce was my wake up call which I'm thankful now for it, and made me to reconnect with my next chapter, you know, which was like to connect with my authentic uh, talents and then also, you know, guess to use all this experience of how to change my life and make it possible and find much more joy and much more authenticity with myself. And then that's where I reconnect back with astrology and also, you know, reconnect back also to you know, always philosophy, psychology was always my interest. And now I developed this method where I use internal family system psychotherapy with natal chart. And I inspire and help people to connect with themselves through this tool. But bottom line was, as you say, after my wake up call, kind of reconnect with this and I start to work and, and arriving to the 40s, where there's this second chapter in the 40s where you want to more connect with your authenticity and also to find an alignment maybe with your work and what is your soul mission kind of thing. I'm trying to put names that it's easy to connect, but everyone can call it the way that they feel it, right? But I think around 40s is like this kind of call of like, I want to do something more authentic or maybe I want to do something that um, gives back, you know, that is connected. What is my legacy? What, what is my give back to the community? What is my unique talent that I can share with others or how I can use experience of my life to to inspire others somehow. And for me, he came up with this um, astral coach. So helping people through connect through their natal chart and inspire them to find their own authenticity too. So, you know, find it a mirror. Yeah, so people are coming to you when they are having that dark night of the soul, either in their thirties or their forties. Um, I'm seeing a very similar pattern, especially with women. I don't know if that's most of your clientele. Women, I feel that they are waking up in masses. It's this, this is huge sort of um, awareness and raising of their consciousness where they, they are going through that dark night of the soul, which in the past used to be called midlife crisis. Now I call it midlife arises because I really think that if you answer that call, then you have the new you being able to emerge. So people are coming to you and they, they're probably coming to you because they're seeing their gifts and they, they know that there is something bubbling inside of them and they want to turn that dark night of the soul into, come on, let's, let's turn it into light. So how do you help them? How can astrology, your natal chart, your family systems help people rediscover who they are and what they came here for? So first of all, I will congratulate to all those women who look at it and listen to that call because it's not an easy thing, you know, and it's like, ole tu, eh? because it's not, it's not easy, you know, because there's a strong pattern that we got family pressures and we have work pressure and we have a lot of pressure around us. 
And when we have this um, awakening that I don't, I'm like you, I don't like to call it crisis, but because I'm thinking blessed, blessed to this crisis if you want it, you know, because it's so liberating, but it's a process. And during this process can get ugly and it's not nice because, you know, society never likes to kind of see when the life became a little bit messy. But, you know, sometimes we have to get lost to find ourselves and, and it's a lot of courage behind that instead to put it under the carpet and keep doing a life that we don't feel aligned with or that we feel unsatisfied. Come on, we got the opportunity to be alive. We already got the gift. We sometimes we forget that the gift was already given, that we are already born. We already got the opportunity to be living and we're gonna waste this opportunity into do a life that is unsatisfying. You know, that's a little bit the call. Of course, you know, there's some things that is gonna get messy and everything, but the reward is there. So yes, people in those situations comes to me. They're in their 30s, in their 40s. And, um, and how I try to help them is, I think it's just, they're gonna find resonance. You know, they are looking for resonance because sometimes we need a piece outside us you know, to resonate, to recall, to reconnect, you know, so the natal chart can help you to reconnect with all these natural gifts that you have. And then you can start to see by what I'm telling you, which one are you honoring and which one you are suppressing or forgetting. But at the time that I'm telling you, you can feel the person like, oh, actually, I know this. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's me, too. You know, for example, someone that have like a, a strong Leo and have a Leo in one of the parts of your chart, especially if it's in Venus, in your moon or in your Mars, you have this Beyonce inside you, you know, and maybe these these ladies only using this Beyonce uh, Saturday night with the girls, you know, when he puts the whole makeup on and whoo, rocking it. But maybe he wants to bring that talent of showing up to inspire others more into their, her work, more into her connections, into her relationships, you know? And maybe the patterns in his life has been that he has to be much more submissive, you know, in relationships or more pleaser. You know, we find a lot of pleasing, you know, sometimes. And we please other means we don't honor us. And then when you start to decide, I want to honor my desire, I want to honor my true talents, it came this part how I'm gonna communicate that to others because that's not easy because there's a side effects of this. And also, you know, I have to have to prepare people about this changing of your new you because people around you feel super safe kind of boxing you, seeing like, oh, this person is like that. My friend is like that and feels uncomfortable your friends change. And then it's not available for the things that you used to think about her or him, you know? Mm -hmm. So also things, it's a process also what is good that, you know, that we were talking like today or generations back, they didn't got the opportunity that we got today about to have all these healers and all these access to healing and all this support that we can find to actually work into this process, you know? And I always say this healing is not about to get codependent of this, but definitely has been a great help for my personal experience for some terms, some short times in life, get supported by a life coach. But whatever therapy you've been called to, it seems aligned with yourself and that person somehow you resonate, feels cool. And yeah, it's being super supportive and it's being, and I could see the results after, 
And results is when you feel much more at peace, you connect back with your joy, you can even start to pay your bills with the passion that you have at work and not just with the work that pay bills. So there's something else. And more healthy relationships about you that let you more freedom to be who you are. So some benefits come with it. It is, to me, I describe it to my clients when we are going through the divorce process. I always say, yes, it's going to get messy. It's going to get nasty. It's a roller coaster. Let's buckle up, buttercup. But it's, to me, it's a rebirth. At the end of it, at the end of the pushing, the contractions, the everything, you end up with this beautiful new life, literally, like you become a new person. So when people go like, but why do I need a life coach, an astral coach, a divorce coach? I'm like, well, those are the spiritual coaches. Like we understand that we're doing an outer work, right? So we get, we go to universities. Those are our coaches. We do trainings. Those are our teachers. We may even do work on our outer body. We go and exercise and we get a fitness coach. Well, when we do the inner work, which should take as much hours dedicated to it as we do the nine to five, maybe from five to nine, we should do inner work. If you get assisted by a coach, someone that to me is a mirror. So I, I feel like we go through life without having a mirror. Imagine that we live in a society that does not know how to make a mirror. And then you go to somebody's house, this coach, and they have a mirror and you get to see yourself for the first time. Yeah, you may be a little bit shocking. There may be parts that you go, Whoa, is this how people have been seeing me? But then you get that help, that assistance. And a lot of what you work with, you, I, I say in your page, you very often mention self-love, self-compassion, taking care of yourself, doing all that healing. That's where you start rebuilding. And that's where you start seeing this new person that then, yes, you'll go through that uncomfortable process. You lose some people, you gain others, but you gain yourself. And that's where I think that we have this new generation of women, especially women. I'm sorry, they are beautiful. Yeah, no, that's true. I got much more women in my consultations than men, truly. I, I think that the, the men are going to follow, but we are, we are more emotional. We are more intuitive. And I think that we're going through an age. You can talk to us about it. Mother, in, and Mother Earth. Earth eh? <laughs> exactly. Women, we are the creators. Exactly. And I think that we've been suppressed and repressed for so long that now we're giving this chance to reconnect with our gifts. And we're finding those coaches, those helpers that give us permission and say, hey, here you go. Isn't that what this moment in time in our civilization is seeing, this uprising of consciousness? Yes, and I think which is an amazing power if you we take this seriously, this responsibility to love ourselves, to accept ourselves and to help ourselves to shine and be true because there's a lot of power in it. And especially in this weird year that we pass and you know all the side effects that we are living in this situation now, if that's what we got. Because many people is isolated, but what you got is yourself. So if you connect to yourself, you connect to your power and you can make your change inside that will reflect outside. Because actually with everything that is happening, if you let yourself like uh, win following the things, you know, um, I don't know, you can feel a little bit lost actually with everything that is happening with a lot of uh, uncertainty, you know? But then if you always have your personal power, you can be a, a strong co-creative of your life. Many people tell me, oh, with, after this pandemic, how is your work? I'm doing great. I'm sorry to say, I'm doing great. And I know many people have been struggling, but because there were some steps before, 
to work and, and keep working in, in, in your personal power and in your tools and connect with something that you feel aligned with your work and many storms can come, you have yourself. Yep. And that's priceless. And that's priceless. And with a lot of acceptance, no, you were talking about this self-love that I tried to spread in my social and everything, but a lot of acceptance, you know, there's, a, there's an ugly part to accept the shadows of myself. But then also I saw the power because when you see those shadows and I take the labels that society had made on these, give me the freedom to transmute, change, transform those shadows in a tool that could be practical for me. You know, like, uh, so that's a big work of acceptance. And acceptance is when we don't judge ourselves and we start to liberate from these labels that we've been listening, in our family, we're in our culture, because that's that stays deep in. And as we were talking before, sometimes even we need more, uh, more deep healing, like hypnosis or something that goes into the subconscious. You know, I totally recommend my clients to that. You know, depend on their personalities or where we're talking or which moment are in their life to. You know, it's not only one tool. I, I never present astrology like the absolute truth. It's another tool out there and could be revealing, but in, in, even though it goes into the cognitive, go into the conscious part and helps you to organize and to identify your parts within yourself. But then, you know, maybe another therapy that can go more into subconscious. All of them, I think they could be a good, a good process to, to help you out to find more authenticity and and find your power, definitely. Yeah, and, healing modalities, that's that's true. Making sure that you, I, I feel that that sentence that Einstein said about you cannot solve a problem with the same level of consciousness that created it was referring to this. You, we create the problems with our conscious mind, but the, the only way to heal them is going to the subconscious. You cannot solve it in the same reality that created it. And I feel that when you start combining modalities, you start seeing what works for you. And for me, a lot of times seeing deep wounding and when you're going through divorce, when I'm coaching my clients through divorce, that's where all the wounds come up to the surface. Right. I think that some of them need more than affirmations and crystals. They need- exactly reprogramming and reprogramming doesn't happen doesn't happen at this intellectual level it has to happen deeper um is there some way that the the astrology working with the cycles with the moon helps with this reprogramming to to go further deep inside ourselves yeah definitely it helps like opening the door like like you start to identify so when you identify, it's like a contrast. Oh, this is yes. So means that all these things that I was believing, it's all beliefs that they are not me. So you can let go what it's not. And you can keep what is yes. Because sometimes we are really lost about what is yes. And we've been repressing parts of ourselves. But we can see in a chart, we have what is called seven personal planets, which is the moon, sun, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Saturn, Jupiter. And... The, because the, the, the other three, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, they move their orbit every 30 years. So it's more generational planets, even though their conjunctions with these personal planets is going to give us information. But mostly when I center in this map that I want to present of, to my clients about these seven personal planets, 
that they're going to manage different aspects in their life. Venus manage relationships, the moon manage emotions, Mars manage the action and your masculine part. Uh, Saturn is your responsibility and limitations and Jupiter is your expansion and the sun is your, your inner child. And when you start to have this map of yourself and see all these little inner characters within you and start to reconnect with each of them and see which one they are being listened and honored, which one are being suppressed. And then that help you. It's a map that could help you to pinpoint what is the, what is the map for your, your healing path. Really? That's so interesting. As you were describing it, I was thinking that sounds like a DNA test for your emotions, for your personality. Yeah, because sometimes you can find this personality that, you know, have is super extrovert at work because have like a strong Mars in areas, goes ta da 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 and then, and then in relationships is this mommy that take cares and, you know, because probably have like a, a moon in cancer, you know, and have these Mars in areas. So we react different versus relationship versus emotion versus, and then when you got to see all the spectrum of yourself and what is your natural call and how you are managing, because also every archetype can go to different ex extremes, have a lot of a spectrum and can go to this extreme or to the other. And I can help you to see where it, where it is. And nothing is right or wrong. It's just choose the balance of all these energies that you are access to, to put them in a point that feels healthy to you. Because, for example, a Mars in Aries that is not being honored can even react in the physical body and then have terrible stomach problems. Mm. For example, like Mars is connected to the stomach and all this acidity and, you know, for example, so also I can find, I went after all these cases, you can start to see all these relations with the, the body and their archetypes, how honored or represent art, for example. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just like a map that can help you to connect and I think it's a good way to start, for, for example, about your healing and see how is your parts, you know, like a little checkup, where, where you are at now with, this, with these different parts of yourself and how you are helping them or, or what, and even start to make the right questions. What, why I'm not accepting this part in myself? Because when I tell him to the people, it's like, oh, yes, this is me, but I've been putting in the closet for so long, you know, or I've been suppressing, you know, yeah. but actually it has been there. So why has been suppressed? Maybe the dynamics, you know, and then actually they start to find many problems manifesting different problems in their life because that part was suppressed. Problems with abundance, problems with money, someone that have a fabulous Saturn in Capricorn that will be someone having a lot of, you know, abundance financially and suddenly something working well because the patterns in the family was a bad relationship with money, then we can find it through the family patterns and where it was in your chart and start to see what this is clashing and what is the block and help people to start to look and see. So yeah, it's like a presentation map, I would say. The PowerPoint of your soul. <laughs> Your soul, totally. And I'm so practical that I'm not surprised I went into that. It's created by the planets and it's auto-generated. And but I love it because, like you said, that could be 
your roadmap to be like, okay, so this is the parts that we need to work on. It's, it's a bit of a diagnosis. So then instead of being overwhelmed with all the emotions and blame of why am I such a freak? It's like, well, we can blame it on Mercury, okay? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. And then after that, they start to decide which could be more the healings that you want to work subconsciously, for example, you know, so I'm not saying like this is going to be, but it's a good introduction, I think, and could be a tool that could help for that. So, right. and I'm, a, I'm a, also, I want to participate or maybe my offering with astrology is like, I want to break a little bit this idea of astrology is always these hippie pens and these dream catchers hanging, you know, not at all, not with me in case, or I want to really bring astrology in a very practical way, useful, fun, connecting, and practical, especially practical. Not like into this theoretical, I have my moon there, no, 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 no. No, it's not my approach at any case. And I know there's people out there that are like fabulous and they have this, you know, also knowledge about astrology, but more in this metaphysical kind of fine way or mystical. In my case, I want to use that, that information and presented very very powerpoint yeah no and, and i love you guys you all have to go to her page astral woman i'll put it on the on the notes because every week she let us know about the energies and then yeah i mean i, I think that's beautiful and you were saying that you're going to start doing more horoscope style of letting us know what's coming up so everybody go and check her out and uh yeah get the charts done with with nuri as well uh, Nuria, we're getting to the end of our time and yeah. I'd like to ask you the two questions that I ask all my guests. The first one is, where do you see your next great chapter? Well, I think the great next chapter will be still, for now it's in my, my base in Bali, but it's not about the place, but I think the chapter is more about what I feel in my heart and I will still keep inspiring um, others, especially women, to empower them. I think we need this collective awaken and I want to be join the team. I'm just one more in the team, but I want to join the team for all of us be able to, to connect with our power. And maybe the tool that I want to use for my next chapter is still going to be using astrology. I want to transmit my method to other coaches, for example. So also working not only with clients, but also with coaches that want to use, for example, this tool and help other people. So this is a chain. So my next great chapter will be keep inspiring. Um, which uh, also working. Uh? Which you are incredibly inspirational. I met this woman in a restaurant in Bali and I, I just, my job was on the floor for three hours with her telling me about her life. And we talked about divorce and you mentioned it back then. Like that was my, my moment. That was my before and after. And seeing such a powerful, beautiful woman that that her divorce, her helper got there. And we were talking about my divorce coaching business and you were like, please Olga, help women because they need to. And I remember I was inspired by your energy and how that had um, been a, a huge change in your life. So you're already inspired women by the track. Thank you, thank you. And, and yeah, it will be more about breaking patterns. I feel that some of us, I, I, I see this resonance with you Olga too. We are pattern breakers. So we want to break down some ideas. So get to those these taboos of divorce or whatever names is out let's just find our freedom no matter is the, the shape and form but you know break some patterns keep inspiring find our power because this is this is where the, the for me the true path is so that will be my next chapter 
And if I can do it from tropical weather, better. <laughs> so I'm always being so grateful for Mama Bali Island that they still love me and welcomes me in this island. So if I can do it from here, I'm blessed with that and sending these good vibes around the world and connect with more people, you know, and just be at service. That's my goal. I just want to be at service. We'll, we'll keep you in your service range, which is uh, under a tropical tree. <laughs> exactly. There where you're going to find me. Good Wi-Fi, good, you know, good connection, but under a palm tree, honoring my name somehow, you know. Look at this. <laughs> and, and Nuria, beautiful, where do you see the world's next great chapter? What do the stars tell Ooh. you? Okay, somehow I'm going to mention some astrological points. I can help it, you know. Uh, but then definitely we have the big change arrived um, since December 21st. We got this big conjunction, Jupiter and Saturn. And because it was 29 years, Saturn was not in Aquarius. And now we're going to have these next four years, Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn is the structure that's government limitations. And we, we were before in Capricorn, so something that was really tight. And this last year, I'm not surprised the pandemics and the whole thing, because it was having a lot of opposition. So it was like a moment, looking from astrology, like crumbling, crumbling the system to create a new one. So how I see the next chapter in the collective, I see for these next four years, the opportunity of reinvent, change the rules to make new ones, and knowing always that we live in a dual world and it's always going to be you know, negative forces and positive forces. So let's to be aware and use this opportunity to, to make it positive, to make a positive change. And the positive change is starting our heart. So when we are true with ourselves, for me, my fight to the collective or my, you know, my, my offering to the collective is to change and break minds one at a time. And collective, I think we can do this change. So these Aquarius four years, I think would be a good moment for the collective to start to think different, to start to have business in a different way, much more conscious and much more wanted to give and that we all benefit because we realize that when you benefit only for yourself, you don't have nothing to share with. And when all your collective is happy, it's really fun to have a party with everyone. So I guess this is a little bit the feeling that I see for the next four years. And I hope we all gonna join in our way. Yeah, I, I hope that too. I love it. Nuria, thank you. Thank you so much. Where can everybody find you? Say one more time. Okay, the, for the English speakers, you can find me in astralwoman.com. And also it's gonna be Nuria Di Palma for Instagram. And then for the Spanish speakers, you can find me in mujerastral.com or mujerastral coaching in Instagram. So happy to join you there. Thank yes. you so much, Olga, for your time and always for catch up with you. Thank Shine you, my love. You. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. And everybody else, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening and remember to subscribe and review my podcast because I just love hearing from you. You can also follow my journey on my Instagram account at Divorce for Love and join our Facebook group in the show notes. See you next week.